Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker. And with me today, I have a very special guest, Mr. James, the legend Meehan. James, how are you doing? Mm, I am doing so well. It is good to be back on the Switch Leader Podcast, the podcast with the... Couldn't think of anything that rhymed. That's all I got. With the most Back to me. Well, man, so glad to have you, Switch Leaders. Man, it's been a minute since we've done a podcast. You know, things got a little bit crazy, unique (laughs) that's going on in in the world. But hey, man, here's the thing. Switch never stopped. And through that, James, we actually started doing a lot of unique things that, uh, let's say, Corona, COVID kind of helped speed up some ideas and things we were thinking. And so now we've got Switch Leaders who serve all over the world, right? And all different opportunities from city groups to Switch Online. Come on. To in real life on Wednesday nights. Yep. To switch student sections. Yep. To social media. Come on. I mean, there are hundreds of ways that you as a leader are connecting with the youth, with your students. And I just personally want to say thank you, love you, and appreciate you for all that you're doing. Absolutely. It's so cool to see the stories of students who are getting connected today because of the things that we started doing because of coronavirus and the way that threw a wrench in everything that we were expecting in 2020. And so while it was really difficult and challenging, what now we're seeing God do through the lessons we learned, through the pivots that we made, is something really, really special. Yeah. I mean, I I think of one, there was literally a family. They found Switch Online because a friend invited her and they were attending. They loved it. She gave her life to Christ. Come on. And then she's like, man, we'd love to get connected. Is there a physical building that we can go to for Life Church? And it turns out they actually live in Fort Worth, Texas, where there happens to be a Life <laughs> Church yes. location. So not only did the young lady come, but she came. Her mom loved what we were doing, even just online. Come on, Her dude. mom's life forever changed, and now she serves in Switch, <laughs> right? So oh, it's I just crazy it. what God's doing. We also did a 24-hour Twitch stream, which is nuts like that's just that's crazy thing almost four thousand people show up somewhere in that 24 hours come on dude that a year ago we may not have done that but god's using those things yes hundreds of kids got plugged into a bible plan because of that reading so it's just amazing what god is doing so whether you're in the building on a wednesday night yep helping with student sections on sunday morning doing city groups or switch online or Zoom groups, know that we're so excited that you're a switch leader and God is active and God is moving and Come the Switch on. Leader Podcast is here to support you. Mm, it is so good to be back. Man, it is. It just feels good. Hey, shout out to James. We had a birthday yesterday, so this podcast, I believe, plays the day after. So just shout out James. <laughs> I would tell you what his Instagram is, but sometimes he's on and sometimes he's off. So when you see James at a campus on person, give my Social, probably distant high five. <laughs> That's good. And then, and then rock and just let them know, hey, happy birthday, James Meehan. So, James, man, let's go ahead. Let's just kind of dive in and talk about some content. Come on, yeah. Uh, let's talk about how that applies to switch leaders from all the different areas we've talked about where they serve at and yep. how we can best prepare and be ready for uh, this month coming up. Because as we know, uh, the world is still kind of a – a crazy, chaotic, or unique place. So let's talk about it. Well, so one of the things that we're really, really passionate about is meeting students where they are, when they are, and how they are. 
And what that looks like in the world we're living in today is the reality that we're living in a world that is divided on so many different issues. And so what we're going to do starting this Wednesday night going through the first week of November is a five-week series titled Fighting for Unity in a Divided World. Because we know that the thing a divided world needs is a united church. As the body of Christ, what we're called to be is to be a picture of heaven, a preview of heaven here on earth. And one of the things that I'm so passionate about is helping followers of Christ, helping Christians learn how to disagree passionately while still loving unconditionally. And I think this is going to be a really, really powerful series for us to help our students begin to learn how to think about differences in a way that allows us to respect them, to honor them, to value them, and to still love people in spite of those differences. Because the reality is, is that from the beginning, the church has always been meant to be a community of difference that comes together to make a difference. And what we're going to do is for five weeks, we're going to dive into the reality of how do we fight for unity in a divided world? I love that. How can we do that together? And I think what's so important, and I'm sure you've heard this phrase before out there, switch leaders, is the term cancel culture. Right. As in is if I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and you don't, then you're <laughs> done with me, right? That, that right. Essentially, that's the, right. the simplest version of it. Like, let's not talk about it. Let's not debate it. Let's just be like, we're done with each other. And what you're saying is what we're going to do for the month is we're going to say, hey, no, let's sit down. Let's teach students how to have a conversation on the premise of Jesus is the answer to everything. Yeah. And so that way, because if you cancel someone, you can't invite them to church. Come on, dude. Right. If you write someone off, you can't share the good news of Jesus Christ with them. Yeah. Right. And so we're going to help students do that. And I think one of the ways that you as a leader can do that is you can actually practice having the conversation. Now, it might be crazy to start off your first conversation talking about politics or or, or (laughs) money. Right. Like that might be a crazy thing. According to my Facebook feed to talk about politics (laughs) ramps it up. Right. But let's talk about uh, you could talk about sports. Yep. Right. You could talk about, hey, is the Dallas Cowboys the best football team ever or is it my favorite, the New England Patriots? Mm. Right. Now, here's the deal. People are used to having normal discussions like that. Right. But it's some of those crazier issues like politics or or finances or religion where people say, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. Right. And right. So I think teaching students how to do that. James, what are your thoughts? Now, I think it's such a great idea is just recognizing that there are so many areas of our life where we are able to have meaningful, productive, respectful conversations with people who disagree with us. But there are a handful of those topics that as soon as we start to talk about them, I think it's because they're more emotionally charged that we get so passionate that all of a sudden any um, like civil, like civility and respect and honor and dignity for the other person. We just throw that out the window. And I think a part of it comes from the fact that we do live in a culture today where uh, so often the examples that we're given, whether on TV, on social media or whatever, are people being canceled, people being just shouting at each other instead of talking to each other. And what we know is that in order to really have influence as followers of Jesus, we have to be in relationship with people. And that will bring us into relationship with people who probably disagree with us about things that are really important to them and also really important to us. And so the better we can get at equipping young people to learn how to love unconditionally, even when we disagree passionately, I think the better. And I I love the example you threw out of, hey, like these are all sorts of things that we already 
disagree about, but we can have a great conversation. So how do we learn to do it about these other areas? And I think one of the most important skills that we can develop with our students is helping them understand the importance of focusing on what do we agree on first? (laughs) And then from there, we can figure out, all right, what do we disagree about and why do we disagree about it? But if we start by finding common ground, start by finding what are the areas of agreement, then I think that helps us to come together on some really important and fundamental ideas that we can then jump off from there to talk about some of the things that might be a little bit harder or more difficult to talk about. So let me make sure I got this clear because I love what you're saying here. So the goal of this month is not to make someone think the way I think or agree with how I feel. Mm, That is not the goal. (laughs) But the goal is to bring my perspective to the table, Yes. your perspective to the table, and use those to have a united front for Jesus. Come on. So in other words, the only hill we stand on is the hill of Jesus Christ. Come on. And so let's say I'm leading a small group, whether it's in the city group at my house or whether I'm hanging out in the student section and someone says something I disagree with, the best thing to do is practice the conversation, not try to make them believe what I believe. Right. Because... And talking about things like this, crazy things might come up. Not right. to mention, there's an election around the corner. Come on. Right? And it seems like everywhere I go, someone's talking about that. It, yeah. The same way that James and I respect each other's opinions, we respect your opinions on who you choose to vote for. Yep. But at the end of the day, it will not divide us. Right. Because it's Jesus that we are fighting for, and it's come Jesus on. that is the hope of the world. Yes. And it's really difficult to invite someone to church when you're yelling at them about your political candidate when Jesus is the only hope. Come on. Well, I think that's one of the things that I'm really excited for us to talk about in, in week one. So literally as you're listening to this, either like tomorrow night, the first week of this series, one of the things we're going to talk about is just the reality that as followers of Christ, in order to fight for unity in a divider world, first, we have to keep the main thing, the main thing. And for us, the main thing, it's the gospel. It's the good news that through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, our God has once again become king. His kingdom is coming on earth as it is in heaven, and everyone is invited to be a part of it. And that everyone is really important, right? Like everybody, even the people who vote for the person that you don't like, (laughs) they are invited to be a part of God's kingdom. That's the first point we're going to talk about. The second idea is this idea of choosing both and, not either or. And I think Mm. that it can be really easy to fall into the trap of thinking that I either have to choose to be for those people or to be for those people. And if I'm for these people over here on this side, then that by definition means I'm against those people on the other side. And we've lost the ability to value the differences that others bring to the table. One of the things we've got to remember is that unity is not the same thing as uniformity. Uniformity is when everybody's the same, right? Unity actually requires diversity. It's a diverse group of perspectives, opinions, ideas, backgrounds, all of those things. When those come together, when we have diversity and then we're united around a common goal, that's what unity is all about. And then the final thing we're going to talk about is the importance of, as followers of Jesus, loving others the same way that he has loved us. Because Jesus made it really clear when he was at the Last Supper with his disciples, and he's initiating the new covenant, right? The new partnership between God and humanity. He said, hey, I'm giving you a new command. It's it's just one. (laughs) It's really simple, but it's really difficult. I want you to love others the same way that I've loved you. And one of the things that we're going to challenge our students on, and I think all of us can be challenged on in this season of political division and um, racial tensions, the coronavirus pandemic, all of these things, is the reality that Jesus didn't say the world will know who we are by how we win arguments and debates. (laughs) Mm. He said the world will know who we are by how we love. 
he literally said the world will know who he is by the way we love. And so as followers of Jesus, if we win the argument, but we lose our influence, we lose. And I think that's why it's so important for us to understand the value of unity, understand who we are as followers of Jesus, and look to these conversations that we as leaders will find ourselves in, whether with people in our own lives or with the students that we're having a conversation with on a Wednesday night, not as an opportunity to prove how right we are, but as an opportunity to meet people right where they are, to lead with a conversation instead of conclusions, recognizing that all of us, no matter how much we think we're right, we're all a little bit biased. Right. <laughs> and that ultimately at the end of the day, the most important thing is not for me to convince that person that I'm right. The most important thing for me to do is to show that person the love of Jesus. Man, that's, that, I love that. For me, I'm hearing you saying this. If I play basketball, or football, I don't have to convince someone else to play basketball or football. <laughs> Come on, yes. Right? But I can simply say, hey, I might be called to be a basketball player because God wants me to reach other basketball players. And you might be called to be a football player because God wants you to reach other football players. But we can come together and we can pray and we can be excited about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you can be a vegan or you can be a carnivore. Come on. Or you can love Xbox or you can love PlayStation. You can vote for person A. You can vote for person B. Right. It doesn't matter because Jesus is what we're united around. The gospel of Jesus Christ, life-changing, life life transforming. So I'm so excited for week ones, two, three, four, and five of this amazing series, Faith and Unity. I believe, is that the correct title? Did uh, I remember yeah, that so correctly? We, the official title we're calling it is Fighting for Unity in a Divided Fighting World. Fighting for Unity, not Faith and Unity. So That's close enough. That's close enough. We'll make it work. All we know is we're going to have unity this month. So again, thank you so much, Switch Leaders. We're so glad that you're listening to this. Start looking forward to episodes every single week. Like, comment, share, let us know. And if you have topics you'd love for us to talk about, man, hit us up. Let us know. Send it through your youth pastor, and we'll make it happen. So thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Tomorrow.